1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today marks the 4th of March of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to Muhammad Ali of Egypt and also comedian Tim Vine, who I once saw singing karaoke on his own in the middle of the afternoon in a karaoke bar in Melbourne's Burke Street. And I still don't know if it's the saddest thing I've ever seen a 52-year-old man do or the biggest power move that's been made since that guy bought gold to a barn-based baby shower. In history today, <laughs> in 1801, Thomas Jefferson was the first first US president to be inaugurated in Washington DC and in 1809 James Madison became the first US president to be inaugurated in American-made clothes in 1861 Abraham Lincoln was inaugurated as the 16th US president but the first one to be inaugurated in a giant hamster costume fashion is a cruel mistress and we can only be glad that social media wasn't around then and that they left the hamster costume out of the statue <laughs> On this day in 1945, Princess Elizabeth, later Queen, joined the British Auxiliary Transport Service as a driver, quitting only when her star rating fell below 3.5 stars due to a number of negative reviews about her taste in Norwegian black metal as car radio music. Celebrations today include National Grammar Day and National Dance the Waltz Day, so take a moment to step back into a more refined time, mind your P's and Q's and be swung out onto the ballroom floor by a muscular gentleman in skin-tight pantaloons with a rakish past and a future in your arms. Your guest today is our fabulous correspondent just back from the US of A, Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's delightful. I mean, people here are miserable
1: (laughs) and it's really joyous to experience that again so
0: you you're sick of the la positivity
1: no i like it i fill my cup and then i come back but i slip back into my london ways too easily i got the uh the tube on friday and a couple like hesitated at the top of the escalator for like a second i was like this is not the place to stop you dickheads and i was like <laughs> oh there goes that chill la vibe i've
0: been cultivating immediately Coming up today, we'll be talking all of the latest in future TV, open brackets, part two, close brackets, but first, some headlines. And in the news today, the Russians are coming under fire after the discovery of a secret experimental base that was training bots to take pictures of cats looking political in an attempt to control the discourse on the internet even more than they already do. The discovery was made after an adorable Leninist puss escaped the gulag in company with an anti-Bernie Sanders kitten, and the pair began influencing local strays into anti-capitalist cat marches before publishing and posing with a deeply thought-through political tract, which has since been censored by government authorities for being too inflammatory. Eventually, the leak of cats was traced back to a compound and the experiments were halted. President-slash-dictator Vladimir Putin has yet to comment on the international implications of the secret cat base. And beefmagazine.com, look it up, it's a real website, has published a list of fake meat alternatives that are threatening the traditional beef market, though apparently the core feature many meat replacements lack is the bleed of beef, which means meat suppliers are going to be looking for ways to amp up the goriness of their products, from spurting sausages to gushing roasts. Another tactic being tabled is the reintroduction of more elaborately horrifying medieval and Tudor dishes, including the cock and trice a dish consisting of a suckling pig's upper body sewn onto the bottom half of a tur- turkey. It's a real thing. Classic English... That's
1: a <laughs> Heston Blumenthal nightmare.
0: <laughs> Classic English meat bonanza and a perfect way to distinguish the meat eaters from the fake meat industry. Try sewing the front half of a tofu onto the back half of a tofu. <laughs> <laughs> By the way,
1: I have actually put my cat in a little beret before to make him look like Che Guevara. <laughs> so I'm
0: very guilty. The two
1: things the that... political cats. The two
0: things that the internet is best for, politics and cats come together at last. And North Korea fired two missiles off its east coast on Monday of this week in its first weapons launch of the year. According to the Wall Street Journal, schools around America will celebrate the first North Korean missile launch of the year in the traditional manner by wearing hats and denouncing authoritarianism just before the compulsory singing of the American National Anthem and the compulsory bowing to the double-sized bronze statue of Trump that has just been installed in every state educational institute instead of a full-time teacher. (laughs) And that is your headlines for today. Now it's time for your classified ads because every hero has to overcome something and if your terrible burden is crossing the rickety bridge of promotional material you might not care about to get to that sweet, sweet content you seek, you need a better hero's journey. You might not be laying in supplies for a besieged castle today, but who among us can say that they never will be? Drop on by to Big Sam's Castle Supplies Convoy as it passes through your village and grab yourself a classic deluxe set of castle fortifications for any sized estate. From a small crenellated manse to a towering ancient citadel. we have ramparts, buttresses and battlements to meet your needs. And for the proactive defender, sign up to our monthly subscription service and get a pre-emptive defence cannon, trebuchet or massive viper that'll make your enemies quail, including full-spectrum antibiotics for when they start firing decomposing bodies over your walls. Big Sam's Castle Supplies Convoy, if you're not prepared you're a shit knight
1: (laughs) are they doing huge vats of carex antibacterial hand gel in that deal (laughs) they're probably selling out right now (laughs) if so i'll be in touch it's only about 700 pounds for a small bottle at the moment
0: are you a tiny blacksmith forging a tiny blade first you have to heat the forge with the bellows Proper temperature varies, but when you introduce the steel, it should turn a yellow or straw colour to tell you it's ready to be beaten on your tiny, tiny anvil. Forge the blade to a point so the flat side will be your blade edge and the curved side will be your spine when finished, then beat in a pattern repeating as the metal cools. Finally, quench your tiny blade in half a glass of water. Half a glass of water for all your tiny, tiny blacksmith needs. And this episode of The Last Post is brought to you by Nevermore. Fashion is so disposable nowadays and the industry is full of hidden markups for the consumer. Nevermore makes classic basics from only live ravens which will fit and flatter your body as well as pecking at you constantly with a reminder that to live in the world requires constant compromise of your ethical principles. Nevermore is good for the environment and each live raven garment you buy is set to share details of your most dishonourable acts unless you do your recycling so you can feel good while you feel bad. Nevermore, the raven garb solution to your ethical fashion problems. And that's your ad section for today.
1: the last
0: post. Top story today is future television news. Tiff, you're our future television correspondent. Tell us what's happening in the future of television. Well, we have some more programming for the end of the world. I have the
1: schedule here, so I've picked out some highlights for you. On Monday at 7pm, we've got the Great British Book Burn. This is Nigel Farage and a host of beloved British celebrities who sit around the fire and talk about making Britain great again whilst burning the works of European literary greats. (laughs) Uh, This week's guests are Gemma Collins, Lawrence Fox and Zippy from Rainbow <laughs> and cooking for them tonight is Jamie Oliver he'll be barbecuing <laughs> some British bangers over the smouldering embers of Karl Marx Communist Manifesto while screaming PAKA! over and over again so looking forward to that on Monday at 7 um, some other highlights, Wednesday at 9pm Michael Gove's subterranean homesick blues, uh, Michael tours <laughs> the many post Brexit tunnels of Britain and speaks to the inhabitants that live in them <laughs> this week on the show Michael samples cooked rat with the natives he also tries his hand at the wildly popular sport of eel wrestling watch a lubed up ghoster dive into a paddling pool of live <laughs> eels who will win or ultimately does everyone lose I think everyone loses <laughs> especially the eels especially the eels depends if he's going to be naked I don't know it doesn't say here whether he is I'm imagining he'll wear those shorts you know he wears when he goes jogging no Oh, have you not seen Bojo or Gove in their jogging outfits? I don't it watch is, the news. <laughs> it's like it's like someone it's like they just rolled themselves in glue and then just rolled over the bedroom floor and went those work socks like smart work socks with some swimming trunks. Oh no. And a pair of trainers. Oh no. <laughs> and an old t-shirt that has various stains on it, you, questionable stains. That's the <laughs> that's the jogging outfit of choice. And so on Saturday at 8 p.m. we have fully clothed attraction
0: This is where two people meet, have an actual conversation to see if they're compatible. Amazing. I don't know if it's a real visual marvel, though. I don't know if that's going to attract the viewer. I don't know. I don't know if people will get into it and it feels very unrealistic. I feel like most of these dating shows involve as few clothes as possible. Yeah. Maybe they're fully clothed, but with just a crotch cut
1: out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be. (laughs) <laughs> that would be no. Do you know what? I don't think the crotch because Naked Attraction has that. It has to be a body part that like a weird, like an elbow. The thing is, like I, it has to be a fully head to toe, and then just like a patch of elbow shown.
0: I mean, it's it's and England. You can judge
1: someone on their elbow skin.
0: Like I understood in Australia when I saw very scantily clad young women uh, sort of on on the streets in winter, being very you know open and sexual and celebrating and all of that stuff. I'm not body shaming, but when I come to the UK and I see exactly the same thing in the middle of winter, I'm. I'm like, just print out a nude selfie and staple it to a warm jumper. (laughs) Then everyone will be happy. Well, you see, you have to pay for a cloakroom at a lot of the clubs.
1: And that (laughs) is the problem. People don't want to wear a coat if they've got to pay. £2 to put it in a cloakroom. What else have we got coming up? On Wednesday, this is coming up after Michael Gove, actually. This is at 11pm. How do you get so rich? This week's edition is live from Rikers (laughs) Island. And we see former billionaires interviewed on how they actively damaged the economy and exploited the working classes. Mm, Beautiful investigative journalism there. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, and finally, this should be the highlight of the week. On Sunday, there's an omnibus edition of Divorce Island. (laughs) And this is where recently legally separated couples fight to the death with a beautiful Fijian backdrop <laughs> who will decree eye their way to the life raft. As the blood seeps into the white sands. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe they've got some of the, uh, the buttresses and the vats of stuff. I don't know. Maybe they've been shopping at the medieval <laughs> supermarket. What's it called? The convoy. The convoy. <laughs> yeah. That's your television. That's your programming for the end of the world future television. Brilliant.
0: And that is your top story for today. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost@somethingelse.com. That's something else, spelt without a G. Dear Alice and current hench personage, that's you today, Tiff. I have been an avid listener of the podcast since the 1980s. Might I humbly suggest the show reverts to the thrice daily format since the news is so rapid these days. I would greatly appreciate it if you were able to send a photograph of a fully covered Andy Zaltzman, absolutely nothing showing, including his virile mane. Kindest regards, Michael from streatham in the uk that's a bizarre combination of requests yeah, that is <laughs> i want more
1: news and less of andy <laughs> like physically i'd just like to know andy's
0: there but not have to see him right right i don't know i mean i think three times a day is a lot for anything i mean i'm perfectly willing to do this show three times a day if somebody's willing to pay me to do it three times a day <laughs> oh yeah well there is that there is that I'll come and do it three times a day then,
1: if the money's right. The money is right. If it's like Noel Fielding, Great British Bake Off, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's your letters for today. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of the year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. We have the previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news and if you have not done so before, please listen back to them. They'll make these ones make more sense. Your guest today was Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Sure, let's plug
1: my tour. Actually, it's been announced. So you can go to tiffstevenson.co.uk and you can find the dates. I think there's about twenty dates at the moment. We're adding some more and there will be some West End dates as well, which is very exciting. That is very so exciting. So those are being added. So go check that out. Or follow me on Instagram. I'm telling people to follow me on Insta these days.
0: I've what, got What's m- your what's your handle on Insta? Tiff Stevenson comic. Brilliant. I'm at alliterative, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. My tour is also on sale now, which is Melbourne Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Edinburgh Fringe, and then various states around the UK. So look that up. The last post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Also from Something Else. Mel Gedroich is... Quilting. Listen to Mel and good friend Andy Bush as they learn a great new skill and tell some
1: brilliant stories, all whilst having some good, wholesome fun. In a nutshell, I took a pair of scissors and I went into my husband's wardrobe. Now, this comes from a shirt that I bought him that I know he doesn't like. So I'm testing him by... (laughs) Uh, This is brilliant. Yeah, by finding out when he discovers that the shirt has got a big patch out of the back of it.
2: Wow, and which area of the shirt is this taken from? Bottom
1: right. Okay.
2: (laughs) Listen now in Apple Podcasts,
1: Spotify
0: and all good podcast apps.